Good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome to another episode of The Race Isn't Given. On today, I want to talk about it's time to turn. It's time to turn. And I'm going to be reading from the book of Isaiah and 2 Kings. Same story, but there are going to be some pieces that are different in each of the books. And again, the topic of today, it's time to turn. And as I laid down last night and as I woke up this morning, the amazing thing is just looking at how things are turning in this world today. There are so many people that are saying that, you know, God has ordained for steel, even to this day, Trump to get back in the presidency. There are some people that are saying that the Republican Party is the only party. There are even some people right in the midst of the church itself that are struggling to understand and listen and hear not only for the church, but for themselves, what God is strategically trying to tell them. There was a minister that was actually in the process of ministering, and he was talking about his discomforts and dislikes with some of the movements that are happening from a political standpoint in America today. And while he was in the midst of preaching, one of the parishioners actually sent him a text and told him that he needs to wrap that up because he's being a little too political. And it's only because he went out on a limb to say that this crazy, this weird, this outlandish thinking that so many people have in regards to not only the politics, but what God is saying to the people. But I want to share for a moment again on the topic. It's time to turn. And I first want to start reading on Isaiah chapter 38. And just to give a backstory of what we have going on, we know Hezekiah was the king and he had fallen sick. And we understand that the prophet Isaiah was coming to let him know what thus saith the Lord. So I'm going to read, and then I'm going to read it again in other parts from 2 Kings chapter 20, because it, uh, 2 Kings chapter 20 adds some extra things in. But Isaiah chapter 30, starting at verse 1, says, In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amaz, came unto him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order. For thou shalt die and not live. Here it is. Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed unto the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee, how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done what that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. Then came the word of the Lord to Isaiah, saying, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayer, I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will add unto thee days fifteen years. And I will deliver thee and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city. And this shall be a sign unto thee from the Lord, that the Lord will do this thing that he has spoken. Behold, I will bring again the shadow of the degree, 
which has gone down in the sundial of us of us then 10 degrees backwards so the sun returned 10 degrees by which degrees it was gone down then the writing of hezekiah king of judah went he had been sick and he was recovered of his sickness now i'm going to add that again on and i'm going to read from second kings chapter 20 verses 1 through 10 and we're going to see the difference and then i'm going to close it up not going to be before it's long in the days in those days was hezekiah sick unto death and the prophet isaiah the son of amaz came to him and said unto him thus saith the lord set thine house in order but thou shalt die and not live then he turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the lord saying i beseech thee o lord remember how i have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight and hezekiah wept sore and it came to pass afore isaiah was gone out into the middle court that the word of the lord came unto him saying turn again and tell hezekiah the captain of my people thus saith the lord the god of david thy father i have heard thy prayer i have seen thy tears behold i will heal thee on the third day thou shalt go up into the house of the lord and i will add unto thee days 15 years and i will deliver thee and this city out of the king hand of the king of assyria and i will defend this city for my own sake and for my servant david's sake and isaiah said take a lump of figs and they took and laid it on the boil and he recovered and hezekiah said unto isaiah what shall be the sign that the lord will heal me and that i shall go up into the house of the lord the third day and as i isaiah said this sign shalt thou have of the lord that the lord will do this thing that he has spoken shall he shadow go shall the shadow go forth 10 degrees or go back 10 degrees and hezekiah answered it is a light thing for the shadow to go down 10 degrees nay but let the shadow return backwards 10 degrees so we look at the difference between isaiah and we look at the difference between second kings and it goes into details of what the lord was going to do it goes into detail the sign that hezekiah yeah hezekiah was going to be healed but that's not the premise of what i want to talk about what i want to talk about actually is what both of them state state at the beginning how it says in those days was hezekiah sick unto death and the prophet isaiah the son of amaz came to him and said unto him thus saith the lord set thine house in order for thou shalt die and not live then he turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the lord saying i beseech thee o lord remember now how i have walked before thee in the truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight and hezekiah wept sore when we look at everything that is going on in this world when we look at even our religious leaders and the things that are happening at, to those that we have held in high regard and we have reverence because of their theological knowledge and we're seeing ministers that have been preaching for years coming out and publicly confessing that they have preached incorrectly a lot of them were doing prosperity preaching and name a claimant and all of these things and all of the stuff and even though let me pause for a moment to state as i told my one of my neighbors just the other day what god has for you no one can take from you 
You can forfeit it. You can give it away. You cannot believe that it is for you. But there is no one and no devil that can take away what God has willed for you. Now, will it come in the manner that we want it, in the time frame that we want it, in the capacity that we believe it should come? More than likely, 100% not. It is going to come in the timing of God's will and the way that he has destined for it to come. And as we see here, and a lot of people ask the question, does God change his mind? And I'm not saying that God changes his mind because he said he is, he was and is and is to come. He says his word shall never come back void. He says he is not man that he cannot lie. But as we look at the divine scripture here, he saw the heart of Hezekiah. Hezekiah reminded him of the things that he had done in the past. Oh, Lord, remember how I used to walk, how I used to be, how I was upright in your sight. And then he wept sore. So he repented. And I truly believe, especially in this nation that I live in, which is the United States, this is the time for us to turn. This is the time for us to see the error of our ways, especially in the church, how we've allowed so much of the world to infiltrate the church, how we are not honest and not upfront with people about damnation, about sin, about consequences. And I know I'm probably going to get uh, bashed on this, but I truly believe even as the Bible talks about the persecution that your church was going to receive. As you look at the events of things happening now and not to just put uh, Donald Trump out there, but how people are saying that the Lord has prophesied that this man was going to be president again. And then once the election was over and then once the inauguration is over, they're still perpetually going on with this concept that Donald Trump somehow is still going to be the president again. And unless he runs again in 2024, at this particular time, if we look at how things roll out, even if something happens to Biden, even if something happens to Harris, there is a line and a chain that it still has to go down that someone is going to be the successor. Now, I'm not saying that God can't do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. And I'm not saying that he is not speaking to people. I was watching I Am Legend and in one of the scenes, uh, the young lady was talking about her and Will Smith were dialoguing. And he said that everyone is dead. Everyone is dead. And she said, but here is the thing. This is the perfect time for God, because with everything that was going on in the world, it was a whole bunch of noise. And now because it is so quiet, this is the perfect time to hear God. So I want you to clearly understand this is the time to turn. This is our season to turn. This is our season and our time to turn to the wall and weep sore so that God can add more time to our lives. Because I'm not a doomsday person, but with way things are looking, the way things are looking, though he is a God of love and a God of compassion, and he wants no one to suffer. You would think at some point enough would be enough. We have to understand that Jesus Christ is waiting and wanting to prepare his bride, his church for his return. But we are so far off in the wrong direction 
we're running after things. We're 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 supporting our own fleshly desires, me included. But at the end of the day, what is it that is in the divine will of God? So I want to encourage everyone that's going to listen to this podcast today and understand in this season, in this time, God is asking for us to turn to the wall, remind him of the things that we have done and then repent and weep sorely. And I guarantee the judgment that is being set, the judgment that we are in, he will remove and he will give life and he will be ready to come back for his church. So I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray that in our daily devotion, in our time of consecration, that we truly quiet all the chatter, remove all the noise, all the distractions, so that we can hear from the Lord. He is speaking, but can we hear him? Are we distracted by our own desires, our own will, our own wants, our own pleasures? And we're failing to hear the word of the Lord. I pray that you turn, repent, so that God can heal. And Jesus can return for his church. I love you all. I told you I wasn't going to be before you long. But again, thank you for joining me on The Race Isn't Given. On this episode number 10, it's time to turn. I pray that the Lord bless you. I pray that he keeps you. I pray that his light shines upon you and that he gives you hope as we're separated one from another. Go with God. Be with him. And remember, the race isn't given to the swift nor to the prudent, but he who endureth to the end. Turn so that you may endure. I hope you guys have a great day. I love you. Go with God and let your will align to his will.